What is up, everyone, and welcome back to episode 32 of the Nonstop Baseball Podcast. Here we are. Finally recording, not in the middle of a series. Yes, finally recording right before the start of a certain series. Uh, yeah, right before the start of the World Series. It'll be starting up soon. Does <laughs> that start up tomorrow, Monday? Tuesday. 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 Okay, so tomorrow for the listener. Very nice. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. But, <laughs> you yeah, caught me off guard there. <laughs> <laughs> I am here as always. I am Noah here with my boys. We got Brian. What's up, guys? And we got Adam. Hello, hello. How are we feeling? I'll start off with Brian. How you how you doing? You know, I'm doing great. The Raiders are five and two football season, right? That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Hey, the Raiders <laughs> looked good today. They, which they is have something looked that good. you Back-to-back weeks, but that's enough football talk for today. (laughs) (laughs) Adam, how are you feeling? Great. I'm feeling good. Finally getting some rain. Ooh, I love rain. (laughs) Happiest time of the year. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I am, uh, well, obviously I'm I'm sad that the Red Sox are out of it. I'm not as sad as I might sound on this podcast, though. I just like just finished running a 10k today and I'm just very tired and sleepy and I'm having an adult beverage. So I'm extra tired. And sleepy. <laughs> you got to love that. Cause I wouldn't even think about running a 10k much less do it. Yeah. I played 10 hours of path of exile. Does that count? Yeah. So we're all in different walks of our day. <laughs> exactly. So I'm, I am sad, but um, I'm probably not as sad as I said. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh man, the Red Sox, that was oh. Oh. Yeah. Is it cold outside? No, this is how sad I am. Oh. <laughs> some, you're you're sad to play some uh, lounge jazz. <laughs> yeah, so sad. No, that's the arrested development, uh George Michael every time he's sad. Oh. It's that song. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Well, the Red Sox definitely hit a wall. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get yeah. We'll, we'll get to them. We'll get to them. Oh, let's okay. let's talk about stuff before you know the, the other stuff around the league before we uh, break down the uh, the ends of the uh, you know championship series. But uh... yeah, so the Mets, New York Mets, they need to hire yep. a general manager along with a coach, right? Those are things you probably should do. Um, Brian Sabian, who's famous for building the Barry Bonds Giants who went to the World Series and lost. And then the three World Series teams from 2010, 2012, 2014, apparently is bored with his role in the Giants. Even though he's no longer the GM, he still is like, he has some fancy title and apparently he doesn't do anything. He's just kind of there. Um, And he's ready to try something new. And apparently the Mets are talking to him. And then there's also a rumor that if Sabian goes, he's going to bring his boy Bruce Bochy with them. So interesting I, rumors, man. I would love that so much. Yeah. I, the sentimental part of me would be sad that he's not, they're not with the San Francisco Giants, but I would be glad because they're getting another opportunity and the Giants have Zadie and Kapler, and I'm not going to complain about those two. Fair. Does. Where does doesn't Bruce Bochy live on the West Coast? Yeah, Bruce Bochy is the harder sell. But if you get Brian Sabian, there's probably few people in the world who Bruce Bochy is closer to. So it could be like a favor thing. I don't I know if so. the Bruce Bochy part of the rumor will necessarily happen because Bochy is definitely a West Coast guy. Yeah, I just don't see him moving out to the East Coast. To but Sabian, even if it's only Sabian, that's still a huge get for the Mets. Yeah. No, absolutely. Anybody competent. He's a good pull for the Mets. I mean, very fair. The Mets. (laughs) Maybe conduct a driving test first. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, that's Um, brutal. In other fun news, Kyler Murray's in the draft. I mean, Kyler Murray's not going to play baseball, but hey, in the World 5 draft. 
You know, it's always funny. It's like Russell Wilson was on like multiple baseball teams and he used to go to spring training. Mm-hmm. I think that stuff's funny and fun. And yeah, we'll see if someone drafts Kyler Murray in the rule five draft. Why not? Why not? I mean, dude, there might be someone who's just like, ah, we don't care. Let's take Kyler Murray. Yeah, just in case the whole football thing stops working out. Like the Diamondbacks should. The, wh- why would the Diamondbacks not, honestly? Because um, they need actual talent. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, who needs actual talent? Bring in the star power, Kyler Murray. <laughs> he will have the best football player of any baseball team. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, that. It's all about getting the best at a certain position and the Diamondbacks will have the best quarterback. <laughs> I mean, Noah, it's like our slow pitch team. Like we may not be the best softball team, but we're the best soccer team. We're the we're by far the best soccer team. <laughs> I oh mean, wrong, gosh. wrong game, but wrong. hey. All the wrong game. Yeah. Yeah. Just be the best at something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything. But yes, some um, breaking kind of news is the mm-hmm. St. Louis Cardinals. Have announced that they're going to hire or I guess promote uh bench coach Oliver Oliver Marmal to the manager. He's 35 years old, been working uh for the Cardinals. I'd never really heard of this name before, but uh I don't know, I guess a classic maybe Cardinals hire, hire from within some guy that they trust. Uh, but kind of interesting in a way too that he's part of the bench team, you know, and it's like they fired Schilt. And so you thought, oh, there's going to be some overhaul. There's going to, they're going to get a new voice, but it's like, I mean, he will be a new voice, but it's also a familiar and similar voice. Yeah. I think it's very weird because one of the things they said when they fired Schilt was like, we want to go in a new direction. Like not to say Marmol, like he could be a great coach. I know nothing about him. Right. But it's interesting to say we want to go a new direction and then hire someone from within. Cause in a sense, that's the same direction. So it's definitely weird. I like that they're, I mean, I have no clue. I'm assuming he's a younger coach. Most younger coaches are analytically driven. That's just the way the game's going. So maybe that is the direction the Cardinals are hoping Oliver Marmol can take their team. Well, yeah, Yeah, younger coaches are just easier for the front office to control as well. Hmm. That is fair. Yeah. Maybe hoping for uh, the the baseball Sean McVay. Maybe. Who knows? We will see. But he's now the youngest coach, right? Yeah, he'll be the youngest manager in the majors. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Uh, Cardinals will be a team. To, man, he's going to be coaching players older than him. Isn't Yadier older than 35? Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's pretty and crazy. So is freaking Wainwright. Wainwright. Yeah. Wainwright. Yeah, Wayno. Yeah. Dang. I didn't even think about that till right now. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I want to say there's even more than just them that are older Probably. Than him, I mean, but yeah. You see relievers all the time in their mid to late thirties. Yeah, relievers are like cockroaches; they never die. <laughs> That's a really bad analogy. I don't know about that one, man. <laughs> okay, so what game do you guys want going first? <laughs> yeah, do we want to? We want to do. Uh, we no, probably, you want. We should probably do the ALCS first, since the NLCS okay. just is what most recently. Ooh, Cron Pod, right. I like it. He wants A-L-R-O-N. to rip the bandaid off. Are Are we going full series, or are we going like? Let's go thoughts, thoughts on the series first, and then we can talk about games. Okay. So, Noah, you want to you give your thoughts on the series? This obviously comes from the heart. Yeah. Yes. More sadness. Um, so, my thoughts on the series, first and foremost, the Astros are a better baseball team. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I knew that. Very, very yeah. fair. I knew that going into it. But the Red Sox absolutely could have won this series. Um, you could argue they should have, in a sense. Yes, mm-hmm. you can definitely argue they should have. Um, and the main reason for that is that the offense didn't show up. Yeah, but which is then, crazy. They yeah. went from super showing up. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but also another big takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another one. Yeah. Another big takeaway is okay. There, I just don't understand how umpires that are just as notably bad every mm-hmm. single time they're behind home plate get home plate in the playoffs. Like Laz Diaz, 
Yeah. Very noteworthy, bad home plate umpire. If, like if, if there's a fan that regularly watches baseball, maybe they watch, they watch a game, you know, maybe even once or twice a week. I feel like all of those people, they just know Laz Diaz is bad. If, and if you have an umpire who days before the game takes place, people on both sides are going, Oh no, this guy is going to be behind home plate. You know, why is he like playoff baseball playoff? Anything is supposed to be the representation of the absolute the best. best of your sport. Yeah. And that should extend to umpiring. And obviously mistakes are going to happen and that's fine. But if you're just, have stats to prove how bad you are then you like <laughs> i i mean i've heard laz diaz is a great guy and he seems like a great guy but he and i'm not saying he should be out of baseball or anything but he shouldn't be getting playoff games it's just it's just horrible man dude especially now that they have i mean this is the second series we've seen a big impact like umpires were all over the giants dodgers series like literally all over yeah. it yeah and it's just like, especially we have these rankings now of like, you can see like the zone, like the overall, like consist consistency. And then like, it's not, what do they call it? Like yes. how good their calls were. Right. One was, no, con- yeah. so there's two numbers. So there's right? overall consistency and Laz Diaz was very consistent, 97%, but he was also consistently bad. <laughs> Which, but, but to be fair, you rather have consistent in some sense than no consistency. He was but, a really yeah. good consistency score. He was really bad all around. Don't yeah, overall wrong. accuracy was 88%, <laughs> which is really bad. Um, and the uh, overall favor was uh, plus uh, 0.8 runs for the Astros in that game, game four, which is rough. Yeah. And like the, the Evaldi call was, I mean, that was the most momentous call. Yes. But that wasn't the worst call. Again. No. JD, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. over and over. The, just got, oh. Yeah, the Evaldi call was definitely not the most egregious, but oh man, did it absolutely like flip that game. Yeah, and we've talked about a lot on here how momentum, especially in the playoffs, dude, momentum is everything. Like you could be losing seven to two, but if you get just the smallest amount of momentum, it could break the game open. And when you have like umpires affecting the momentum of the game, it really starts to become a problem. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not the biggest believer in momentum. Ooh. And I'm especially not the biggest believer in momentum for a team like the Astros. <laughs> There's oh. just no such thing as momentum when it comes to Astros. Cause as you're saying, it's like, they're oh, just they're really in. good. Yeah. And like, same thing for the Dodgers. I know they're out of it now, but it, it, like there's no such thing as oh we have the momentum it's like no you got to beat them another time and then another time you know (laughs) um but yeah it is just that was just tough it felt like it impacted everything and i mean you still got got multiple chances to come back in a series and they just didn't but uh yeah i think my biggest takeaway is why did the Red Sox keep pitching to Jordan Alvarez? That's oh yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> like dude. Yeah, he was not missing the ball, and they were just like, "Hey, good idea, let's throw would, that guy." Yeah, if they would have listened to our podcast, they would have he- heard before the season. I was telling you all that he was the best offensive player on the Astros, but um, they didn't listen to the podcast, and it's just <laughs> it's a shame. Yeah, it doesn't make any Dude. sense as genius as Cora has been in past runs and during the season, he did go pretty cold. Uh, and which is, you know, that's just going to happen. You got to take risks. It's baseball. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which did Yuli Guriel also had a huge series, which like in most series, Yuli Guriel probably wins MVP. Cause the dude, dude, he had an OPS of 1.1. His batting average was 455. Like the dude was killing and getting on base. But just Jordan Alvarez was just a monster, dude. Another fun fact about Yuli Gurriel. Uh, he won the batting title in the American League this year, and he bat seventh in the Astros order. Yeah, that tells you just a little bit how deep that lineup is. Like, dude, it's crazy. Like, I feel like the Astros were just, as soon as we saw, I feel like we could have said this from, like, the halfway point. The Astros were probably going to be in the World Series. Yeah, Your I mean, it would have just... been a safe bet. Like, they are, they are a very good team. They just have way too much talent to yeah. not be where they ended up. <laughs> yeah. And dude, 
another surprise, like Zach Granke pitching. I did not expect that. I don't know if I just haven't been paying attention, but the two innings <laughs> I was Zach Granke, I was like, what? That dude's pitching? Yeah. Wild. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, Boston took game three, and then, and then it was just three straight from Houston. Yeah. I mean, I think we said on the podcast last week, like, the Red Sox can't let the Astros win two at home. No. Like, it just – it if you have to go to Houston and win one of two games or they have to win one of two, like they're going to win one of two at home. Yep. So it just ended up being a rough situation. Uh, is there any other breakdowns from games? Like any other big games we should talk about? I have another uh, Ooh, just go for it. general take is as annoying as, and I, I've tweeted this as well. Uh, I know it got a million favorites. Shout out, follow our Twitters. Yeah, nonstop BB pod. I didn't tweet it from there, but still follow that one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, as annoying as the Houston Astros franchise is to just look at at times because of what happened (laughs) in such recent history, having playoff baseball in Houston is just a good thing for baseball not that the astros have it but that you just get that atmosphere in houston because they go nuts yeah. like the whole time and it's just an exciting uh place for baseball yeah no yeah. absolutely yeah it's so much fun to watch the astros play i mean just all the talent they have and everything the one thing i can do without is astros fans can be a bit much man yeah like yeah, yeah. i feel like i hear more about like on Twitter, at least I see more from Astros fans about the like cheating scandal than like from non-fans. They're just like always getting so angry about it. It's like a lot of people have forgotten about it, but they they seem to just think that no one has. Yeah. And it's like just the full out defense of it every time. It's like it happened. Get over it. <laughs> yeah. You didn't cheat. You just you could just root for a team that cheated, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> oh, it drives me insane sometimes. Yeah. Um, let's go into a game breakdown. Yeah, just start run run through the games. Go for it. Take it away, Adam. Sure. Yeah, I mean, game three. So uh, they went into game three series tied uh, 1-1. But uh, Boston opened up and just kind of obliterated the the, uh, the second inning. Um, Schorber hits a grand slam, so third grand slam of the series for Boston. Um Altuve got eaten up by a couple of, of chopped, you know, uh, chopped hits. It was 9-0 Boston at the end of the third. Um, and then Houston uh, had a three-run homer at some point by Tucker. It didn't matter. That game ended 12-3. to And after that, I feel like if you're the Red Sox, like, you've got to be riding high. You're, all of your bats are going. Yeah, it was – it was definitely like that. Yeah, that Schwarber grandstand was just awesome. 3 0 pitch, just take it way deep, you know. That was, it was a definitely riding high moment. Do you think it was almost like, I would never say scoring is a bad thing, but do you think they almost like did too much scoring in this game? No, I don't believe in that. No. Yeah, I don't believe that either. <laughs> I just wanted to throw it out. <laughs> yeah, I hear it a lot, but it's like, yeah, but they also like scored nine runs, like however many other times in this, right. in yeah, this yeah, playoff. Yeah. And it's like, what are they supposed to do? Go up there and just strike out on purpose? Like, yeah. how's that good for yeah, your uh, confidence? We got to save our runs for tomorrow. <laughs> Practice being bad, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And then uh, on, to, on to game four, uh, Bregman opened it up with a moonshot into left. He It was a towering shot it's one that barely made it out like over the monster like it looked like it was gonna be like a fly ball (laughs) that just got caught yeah that's just i mean you know at that but like it's funny i i don't know if it's just uh, i've watched more baseball in boston and stuff like that but i like the green monster so much more than I like the Crawford boxes. Cause you're going to get those cheap <laughs> green monster home runs. Yeah. They also take away too. Like the Crawford yes. boxes just give. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh no. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah. I can agree hundred percent. Yeah. But um, yeah, Bogart's answered two run shot. Uh, Bregman uh, got the Astros out of a really tough inning, made a really good play Roman to his right. Um, and then of course, 
uh, Altuve ties it. And then in the ninth, in a tie game, Evaldi's in. And then that's that's where uh, our boy Laz Diaz, uh, yeah, ball that could have very well gone either way. It, the pitch yeah. could have absolutely been called either way. If it was called a strike, we go to the bottom of the ninth. It's a tie game. Yeah, that's, the, out, most, yeah, that's <laughs> the most notable you know, call, like I said. But that's not even what I'm most upset about. I mean, right. that's probably the, the moment that I had the biggest reaction to. Oh, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. just like having Laz Diaz behind the plate the whole game was just yeah. painful, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, I feel another, your pain, man. Yeah, and another note on this, Bogarts, you said he had that two-run shot, and he's had some big home runs yeah. uh, down the stretch. But I think since around August, he really hasn't quite been the same, but he's had some big hits. I don't know if there's a little banged up or what, but I, I remember running the numbers the other day. I don't have them in front of me right now, but over a considerable stretch, he's got like a mid-700s OPS, which obviously – for shortstop is solid, but it's not yeah. Xander Bogarts. Yeah, it's it's not the so, numbers you want from playoff Bogarts. Yeah, so hopefully um, coming into next year, he's able to refine that. So like, yeah. you know, silver slugger type production. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, after that, after Valdi, you know, doesn't get that strikeout call, uh, the Astros just scored seven runs. And then that game ends nine to two, which... I mean, that just sucks, but yeah, yeah, unfortunate. So yeah, series tied game five is uh, Valdez versus Chris sale and Chris sale gave up, of course, gave up a, a home run to Jordan Alvarez <laughs> was, uh, was how that scoring opened. But, but honestly, Valdez and sale looked really good. Like yes. they both pitched really well. Val- Valdez went a lot longer, but they both looked good. Yeah, and Sale, when he escaped the fourth inning, I believe, with runners on base, escaped it with the strikeout. That was the most animated I've ever seen Chris Sale in. I mean, he gassed it up to like 98. Yeah, and he was like jumping off that mound. You, I mean, you've seen Chris Sale yell before, but yeah, he does not get that animated absolutely ever. Yeah, and I think that's just the frustration of not being able to pitch for over a year, kind of struggling a little bit later in the year. And just like, I, he's like, just, oh, I just want to be Chris Sale again. And he's like, right. And I mean, also like, it man, out, absolutely. You rear back and punch somebody out with a 98 <laughs> mile an hour heater. Yeah. yeah. Get hyped. Um, There's a little bit of adrenaline pumping through you. When you yeah, just, a touch. just a little bit. But then, then we got past the fifth inning <laughs> and then it got a little more sad. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear Chris Sale's quote after this game? I did not. Well, he was like, he just said, yeah, I was good for five innings, and then I, I wasn't for one. And he goes, yeah. I left my nuts all out there. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It's six, a great quote. Six inning, Jordan drives home, two more runs. A uh, whole bunch of people come through. It's a 6-0 game for the Astros at that point. Devers hits a, a beautiful pesky home run. You know, just, just tucks it around the pole. Yeah, also uh, shout out Devers for just like this last oh, late September and then all this playoff run, having something just really wrong with his arm. <laughs> some nerve <laughs> issue, I guess, is what they said. They're not mm. too worried about it, just needs some rest, no surgery or anything. But you could tell on swings and misses, he was just in so much pain for like yeah. a month. And he still had like an OPS over a thousand in the playoffs. Yeah, still doing great. Fine. Yeah, just shout out Devers. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Valdez cruised through eight innings. That was the only run he gave up. He gives the Astros bullpen a, a day off, and then uh, you get a travel day afterwards. Astros won that game 9-1, and then you go into Houston. Dude, and yeah. It was, it was mm-hmm. also another thing I want to talk about really quick. Just Fran Valdez is someone that I brought up um, a podcast or two ago that I think he and Kyle, well, maybe not as much Kyle Tucker, but especially Valdez are just going to, have really solid careers in Houston that people just like ignore because people hate Houston now. <laughs> and I think Kyle Tucker is still going to have a solid yeah. career, but I feel like he's going to get a little bit more recognition than Valdez will. Yeah, dude. Whatever. Uh, Kyle yeah, Tucker probably. had an insane season. Yeah. Too. <laughs> and I mean, worth worth noting now that, uh, well, spoiler, but the Astros won this series. Uh, <laughs> uh, Framber Valdez is starting game one of the World Series. So 
you know, that's, that's their guy right now. Um, but yeah, it's uh, a nasty curveball right there. Yes, sir. But before then, we had to go to game six of this series. And uh, Kike misplayed a, uh, it looked like he had a pretty routine fly ball. I mean, he went a long way, but goes off the heel of his glove. Houston gets on, on board. Um, you know, Nivaldi gave up a couple hits, but he was pitching pretty well. Um, yeah, Kike just doesn't get a ball out for a home run. No, nobody scores. Um, and then Tucker hits a three-run homer. Dagger. It's 5-0. That is and a dagger. It's just over at that point. Oh, also, though, it was runners on first and third, I believe. Uh, with one man out, Travis Shaw pinch hitting. Verdugo's on first. Full count, so Cora sends Verdugo at uh, first. Yes. And Maldonado with a strike to oh, second yeah. base for the strike him out, throw him out, double play to get him out of the inning. Yeah. That was oof, that was just an incredible throw. That was yeah. the, finishing, was, the finishing move. It was that. Uh, yeah, and then, I mean, yeah, that you had a couple of, of wonky plays by, by the Sox. And then, yeah, yeah that, that Tucker home run. Yeah. And then at that point, it's 5-0. And, yeah, Bogarts flies out. Ball game. Astros going to the World Series. Yeah, it was just rough. Kike with the great playoffs and just all year long, one of the best defensive center fielders in baseball. Yeah. I mean, he ran, covered a lot of ground, ran a long way, had a great jump, and literally just, like, overran it. Like, yeah. off the heel of his yep. glove. Like, And I, yep. I guess part of it might have been – Renfro was selling out too. He was running. Yeah, for they, it were, just in case they were. They were right next to each other. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just you know sometimes you're gonna drop a ball and. Yep. Yeah. Kike felt horrible. He saw a very emotional picture of after the game, Cora and uh, Kike hugging each other uh, yeah. in the hallways. Yeah, yeah definitely uh, losing twenty three to three in the last three games <laughs> is uh, yeah. less than ideal. I. It almost looked as if the Astros just hit like another gear, which is weird to say, but yeah. Really and I mean, good. and a lot of that is, was your on Alvarez. Like well, he yeah. was, you just couldn't keep him off base. Actually, the only way that he wasn't on base was when he was hitting it out and he was just going all of them. Like, yeah, he was, he absolutely terrorized the Sox in that series. Why didn't we walk him? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Hey. Like, just not even phase him. He comes up. Uh, yeah. He's up first. <laughs> yep. Well, just, just no, because that the Chris Sale start, uh, it was the sixth inning, and it was we had a base open, and then we just walked. I mean, we didn't walk Alvarez, and yep. he made us pay. Yeah, that's pretty rough in retrospect for sure. Is there yeah. anything else about this game you guys want to talk about? No, I, it it was a uh, it was a good series. I mean, it, it really was, uh, but, but yeah, Houston just uh, better teamed it. Yeah. Garrett Whitlock looking good. Be interesting. And Hauk looking good. Uh, mm-hmm. Both kind of bullpen pieces in the playoffs and then Whitlock regular season as well. Be interesting to see. I think both of those guys might be in the starting rotation next year, but that's yeah. for a later podcast. So uh, I guess who would, who is your, uh, this will be, I guess for a, uh, for everybody. So I think uh, I don't remember who they got. They probably gave MVP to Jordan. But if the Sox yes. had an MVP, who would it have been in that series? Who would you give it to? Well, because I think that I think does the ALCS MVP just count for the ALCS or does it also go back to the DS? It's just ALCS. I, I think it's just ALCS. Oh. I'm not I mean, sure though. Because Kike did do stuff in the ALCS too, though he yeah. had some damage in the DS. So I think it's probably Kike. Yeah, that I, I would also say it was Kike. Yeah. I think that is very fair to say. Yeah. If some calls were a little different, you might say Evaldi. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Fair. Yeah, and and maybe you do. But yeah, I think Kike overall was is the best player on the Sox for that series. Oh yeah. But uh, boy, as good as that series was, it did not get me as hyped as the NLCS did because man, that was a good series really quick. Before we talk about the series, we need to point out that the Braves traded Pablo Sandoval for Eddie Rosario from the Indians. Yeah. The Indians couldn't even get a prospect. Like they want to be bad at baseball. Please. 
Unbelievable. Now, in fairness, Eddie Rosario at the time of this trade was not playing that well and also wasn't playing that well immediately after this trade. He's only recently been really, really good. Notable, (laughs) but like get some like 18-year-old kid that nobody knows or thinks he's going to be good. Get something. Get get something. Uh, Anyway. Yeah, I just need to get that off my chest. Um, Fair enough. (laughs) And I love Pablo Sandoval. Do we want... Yeah. Do we want to overall it or just go straight game by game? Um, Giants destroyed the Dodgers. <laughs> you know, I read a tweet. I read a tweet from a Dodgers writer that was like talking about how the Giants and Dodgers like threw blows at each other for 167 games. And sure. like it was always going to come down to whoever won it was probably going to be too bloody to like <laughs> advance. Yeah, maybe. Because I mean, we talk about the Dodgers struggles in this series. A lot of it was pitching based. And yes, I mean, their starting pitching was not what you expect from the Dodgers. Like Scherzer is talking about having a dead arm and Mm -hmm. Walker Buehler did not look like himself on short rest. Even Urias had a kind of a rough series for him. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, also this Braves lineup hits very well. Oh, this lineup is very impressive. And we noted it multiple times throughout the season of like, Hey, like look at this infield and their production. Yeah. And no, that's just talking about the infield. That's not bringing up Eddie Rosario, who's the MVP of the series. And that's not bringing up Jocktober. It's not yeah. bringing up Adam Duvall. Like they got, and yeah. even George Jorge, I said George Jorge Soler, who was able to join mm. them later. Ah, uh, yes. George Soler. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. George uh, Soler here. Anyway, let's oh. talk. With, uh, anyway, let's, uh, let's, let's get into the games. This, we came into this series with a 2-0 lead for the Braves which was mm-hmm. already more games than they, people expected them to take off the Dodgers. Um, but we come in 2-0 lead into game three, and uh, we, we talked about it last week, but Freddie Freeman was struggling. And, uh, hey, first inning, he got a hit. He no long, I mean, he didn't score or anything, but, like, he got a hit. So that was nice. It's good that for your nice. confidence, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You love to see it. Uh, of course, then immediately uh, – Seager opens with a two two run home run. (laughs) So it it looked like at least at the very start of game three, like, okay, all right. Dodgers got some runs on now. It's now we get to see LA do LA things. Um, And then Gavin Lux just like completely misplayed a, a misplayed a fly ball. There was a, another kind of bad home home plate up call uh, where a a pitch got called the ball that uh, probably shouldn't have been. And then Jocktober starts sending home Braves runs. And then it's immediately, it's a game again. Um, I think, yeah, Duvall hits a little bloop single, ties it up the game. Um, Yeah. And then Seager misplayed a, misplayed a, a, that was a sharply hit grounder, but bounced off of him, got it into the outfield. Braves score another run. Bueller walks home. This was my favorite thing. Walker Bueller walks home a run and then just got like super mad at the ump for calling it a ball, but it was like a solid foot outside. <laughs> like, I don't know. Did you guys see it? I like, did not see this. I, I did oh not my see God. that. that it hilarious. was hilarious. It was literally like, so Walker Bueller, he throws this pitch and it's like, I mean, it's way outside. Like it is like, like it's a absolutely like the easiest ball call that you can have. Of course the guy gets, it's called a ball, walks home a run, and he just immediately starts like yelling at the young. Was he complaining about a pitch before? I, I don't, don't know. know. It has but to be some looked, frustration though that's yeah, built up. But like clearly frustrated, right? Because nah. you, know, you never want to, you, you <laughs> never, you never want to walk home a run, but still like managers came out. Like it was like, oh, hey buddy, chill. <laughs> just a little bit. Anyway. Hey, another thing, I was going to say another thing you mentioned, uh, Corey Seager misplaying a ball that was tough and hit hard. I forget if it was game one or game two. It was the one where Rosario hit the walk off up the middle, mm-hmm. but that was a hard hit ball that Seager definitely could have made a play on as well. So Seager twice in this game in this series, yeah, kind of misplaying some stuff. And there was there was a that's, couple of like big Dodger misplays. Yeah, that's kind of a key to the series. The Dodgers' defense was not what you expect from that type of team because like Gavin right. Lux in center field too. He definitely had a rough series as well. Yeah, he absolutely did. I think but, he uh, kind of showed he probably shouldn't be a center fielder for them. Yeah, probably. Not. Either way, 
Bueller got out of that inning. He walked home that run, but didn't, didn't let anybody else score after that. But immediately after in the fifth inning, Braves got a bunch of people on again. Uh, Duvall sends, sends another run home. And then uh, Matzik comes in. And Matzik was unhittable. Say he's magic. Uh, it, man. I don't know if I'd go that far. Uh, but no, Matzik was absolutely untouchable in relief. Um, of course, then they pull him and Bellinger ties it. Monster oh home run. Absolutely crushed it in the in the uh, bottom of the eighth. I Bellinger say, was huge in the series. Bellinger oh, was, was that what you were going to say? Yes. Sorry, no, cutting you off now. That's not what I was going to say. Okay, was, go for it. I was going to say, playing online and that will be the show. I've oh. given up that home run that Bellinger hit before. Yeah. And you're like, I'm going to throw a fastball so high and he's yeah. going to swing at it. He's going to miss. And then yeah. for some reason, I will be the show just like, nah, that's way out of the park. And you know what you do when that happens? You just immediately turn off the PS4. You just leave. <laughs> yeah. You just leave. Dude, do you and, know the crazy part is I was sitting here last week when we were recording saying, man, the Giants should have just thrown him a high fastball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then oh, he gets the man. high fastball and just cranks. And it. he obliterated it. And then, so that ties the game, 5-5. And then uh, Mookie Betts drives in the leading run. Jansen comes in, ties a bow on it, 6-5. Dodgers fine. That, that, so Dodgers get a win. Um, and Jansen had a pretty beautiful playoff, you know. He really did. And a season. Yeah. It's almost like Jansen's a good pitcher. It's, yeah, it's it's almost like the, the only people that hate him are LA fans. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Which is really weird. Yeah, remember I, when he had, he sucks. Remember when he had that heart condition? It's like remember oh. when he blew a game that one time. Yeah, it's like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's dumb. I will never ever understand the hate Kenley Jansen gets. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. Kelly and, and it was yeah, whatever. It was a good save. But uh then we go to game four. And uh, Rosario, as a lovely uh, trade pickup, opens it up with an op- op- opposite field solo shot. Duvall goes straight back to back with him, and it's a very quick 2-0 Braves. Um, and then Freddie Freeman comes up and crushes a solo shot. And then Rosario, like immediately after, hits a triple. And Jock, with runners on the corners, bloops home another one. <laughs> Uh, and that was another misplay by Gavin Lux. It was a bloop single. It was very catchable. I don't know if you guys saw that one as well. I did not. But... Yeah, it was, I, I say very catchable. If he had gotten a slightly better break on it, it was very catchable. But with the break that he got on it in the playoffs, you dive. You go yeah. for that ball. And he did not. <laughs> he just played it and let run score. I, it he's an infielder let's be honest like i don't i don't want to say gavin lux is a bad baseball player obviously that's not oh, what i'm absolutely saying not. he's a very good shortstop very good second baseman it just yeah. he did not look comfortable necessarily to make the he could make the easy play in center field which honestly yeah. most professional baseball players probably can yeah I say probably because there are the definitely routine. some players that are like yeah. <laughs> put pablo sandoval out there and... hey pablo sandoval would play some lockdown defense in center yes everywhere you could put pablo anywhere you know it's a gym you know who else that... you could put in center field that's not a center fielder and he'd lock it down who bartolo clone joe panic oh yeah joe no panic. Jo- definitely hey, joe, joe panic, panic. Hey, joe panic shout could. out joe panic one time oh, joe panic can do whatever he wants to on the baseball field oh, man. there are no limits to anyway brave <laughs> 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 score pollock uh finch hits uh gets a couple runs in for uh for the dodgers and right as the dodgers feel like they might have something going eddie rosario crushes their dreams it's a three-run shot in the top of the ninth and the dodgers just could not recover nine to two braves uh and now it's a game point for atlanta at that at that point yeah eddie rosario good at baseball eddie rosario turns out spraying him all over the field was doing good over the field yes yeah, we hit an oppo home run early in that game, and that that uh, three run shot was just a 
the laser into, into right. Yeah, Eddie Rosario had 14 hits in the series as a whole, which ties a postseason record for most hits in the season. In yeah. a series, in a series, wow. sorry, not a series. Six game series it wasn't even seven games. Yeah, exactly. He tied uh, Marco Scudero of the Giants. Gotta love Marco Scudero, another wow. Giant second Marco baseman. Yeah, no Joe Panic. Hmm. <laughs> Definitely no Joe Panic. No uh, there was like other four other players, but I can't find the list, so <laughs> they don't probably get the recognition. Yeah, yeah. So who cares probably definitely that? Joe Panic. No, no, probably about it. Yeah. Well, the other uh, Joe, uh, Joe Kelly, started Game Five for the Dodgers. Um, and then like immediately left. I don't, uh, has his injury news like actually like gotten explained or anything? I just know he like left like, like after the first inning. And then I thought they took him off the roster, right? Maybe. I also I don't remember why, why you find that out. I think it's very interesting that the Dodgers had to go to bullpen games in the playoffs. Like yeah. the, when they did it against the Giants, they didn't necessarily have to. It was like a strategy thing that they started Kniebel and brought Urias in because yeah. they thought that's how they matched up best against the Giants. But game five was literally just like our starters are all tired. Yeah, they felt the need to, to start bullpen players, which is yeah. which is wild. And uh, and it didn't start off great. Freddie Freeman, woo, two-run home run in the first. Let's go, Freddie. Yes, also Joe Kelly, right bicep strain. Ah, yeah. Oh, that's going to be hard to pitch with. Yeah, it turns out when uh, yeah your pitching arm bicep is strained, hard to throw. This uh, started great for the Braves. Oh, it started great with the for the Braves, uh, and then Pollock came in and crushed one off of Freed, um, and then Pujols Pujols gets a nice little base hit gets uh, gets on, and then Taylor shot one out to left, and it was very quickly a three two lead for the Dodgers. Um, yeah, and it yeah. very quickly got worse. <laughs> Yeah, Freed got yeah. knocked around a little bit in this one after I know we mentioned him about being a, I mean, just a good pitcher overall, but a bit of a October specialist. But yeah, I've won, it's almost, it's almost I, like he got fried. <laughs> <Not joking. laughs> I just love the silence. I'm trying to say it. Okay, Throw continue. <laughs> I'm excited to see a little bit of a rested Freed and a angry free to come back in the world series i think he's going to do great in the world series yeah no absolutely i think he absolutely will. he's had a really good series or a really good season rather yeah um well, yeah. i'm i'm very hopeful he plays good it doesn't get fried <laughs> okay anyway. I, hope that he gives, I hope that he gives his maximum effort <laughs> i've enjoyed these way too much right now anyway, okay taylor chris taylor uh, Chris Stuck. Taylor. Well, the, the Pujols Taylor duo struck again immediately after with back to back hits. And then he hit a two run homer. His second of the day. Yeah, he uh good at baseball, Chris Taylor. Yeah, Chris Taylor. And then, you know, decided screw it. Just hit another one. Hit a three. Have a three home run night, Chris Taylor. You know, Chris Taylor's a free agent after the year and is making himself a lot of money this playoffs oh yeah and he, he is was an all-star be. this year or i should have said made because the dodgers are done yes <laughs> sorry but uh yeah dodgers <laughs> dodgers score a couple more runs jansen ties the bow on it 11 to 2 win for the dodgers and then we go back to atlanta but uh yeah another good ending of a game from kenley jansen but no apparently he's bad no whatever <laughs> But yeah, so you know, game game six rolls around and it's a three-two series lead for uh, for Atlanta, and they get to go back to Atlanta. Um, and Which, uh, yeah. one thing to mention, I feel like there was like this weird thing on social media where like everybody was just assuming game six was over before it started, and it was going to game seven. Yeah, which was which was kind of crazy. Yeah, also, like also, we got to talk about how like a lot of the promo stuff like just left the Braves out. Like the MLB was just like not marketing this as a Braves series, which was really obnoxious. Yeah, I mean it's due to like who's their superstar, Freddie Freeman. But like Freddie Freeman isn't like the like right. the MLB I mean, wishes so much. There's probably only one person, a couple. There, there's a lot of people that wish it more than the MLB, but the MLB really wishes Ronald Acuna was playing right now. Oh, of course they do. Right? I mean, Obviously, Ronald Acuna. And... Everybody wants Acuna to be playing. I want Acuna to be playing. I feel so bad for that dude, man. Yeah, I mean a little bit, but dude, yeah, oh. it, it was it was it was just wild to, to to think that yeah, like 
the MLB treated it as if the Braves weren't even in this series. They treated it as if it was just Dodgers versus fill in the blank team. Um, But that just happens. I mean, the Suns blew out the Lakers by like 30 points the other night. And you go on Instagram and one of the highlights the NBA is posting, it's like the like five times the Lakers actually scored in the game. (laughs) Yep. No, yeah, absolutely. It's yeah, it's ridiculous. I, yeah. It, it, it's big market teams, you know, they, exactly. they get a lot of the, they get a lot of the eyes and a lot of the attention. And it's, oh my gosh, it's always so annoying. Red Sox fans when like uh, media doesn't mention the Red Sox one time, they're like, whoa, but they're so biased against us. And it's like, no, like, dude, they're like, not. <laughs> <laughs> <Shut> up. <laughs> dude. Yeah. No, the MLB is definitely not happy with this world series matchup. <laughs> No, no, no they note. aren't, but I, I, I love it. It's the, great. Oh, I love it. But the Dodgers and Red Sox being eliminated was definitely not what Major League Baseball had in mind. No. But uh, now we got to talk about how LA got eliminated. Oh, yeah. six, man. Albies comes up, hits a double. Riley then immediately hits a ground rule double, which was a weird back-to-back just thing to happen. But cool. It's, you know, it's a way to get a run. Um, Anderson was pitching... And he was looking pretty good, had a rough fourth inning, a lot of, you know, a lot of movement on the bases, but only uh, only allowed one run. And it was a tie game. And then Eddie Rosario <laughs> again. Oh, my gosh. How did that not go foul? That was I a, have no idea. Such a bullet. It yeah. was it was an absolute like missile. Three run home run from uh, from Eddie Rosario. It was it was wild. Um, some more bad umpiring leads the, uh, <laughs> the, um, you know, Braves get to load, load the bases, but, shout uh, out umps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, bad umps ends it no damage. So Dodgers get out of that jam. Um, and then Chris Taylor barely misses oh a home gosh. run. He smoked it. He absolutely. Cr- I mean, off the bat, it was, you know, it was, uh, you know, Gavin Lux in the, uh, Giants series where you just go. Yeah, that's out. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then it wasn't. <laughs> um, and then the Dodgers started to rally, right? They, they rallied around it. They get uh, you know they get two men on scoring position. You got runners on second and third. Nobody out. And then the Braves go to the bullpen and they bring in Tyler Matzik. <laughs> and Tyler Matzik, two in scoring position, nobody out. Strikes out Pools. Strikes out Souza. Strikes out Betts. Yes. Done. It was, and then he comes out the next inning and gets a scoreless inning. But yeah. also, I want to point out the bets at bat. Mookie Betts has been having an absolutely fantastic playoffs. Yeah. He had a great defensive play to save the Dodgers a run in the inning beforehand. And I, I think he got ahead 0 2 with two fastballs. <laughs> and um, I, I said out loud, I said, well, you can't fall in love with the fastball here because it's, it's freaking Mookie Betts. You got to, you can't give him a third fastball in a row. But then Matzik just humps back another fastball, 98, blows it by yeah. Mookie Betts in the playoffs. And oh, it yeah. was, ooh, Tyler oh Matzik was unhittable by the, like the Dodgers had no idea what to do to him. Um, he has so far this postseason. 11 strikeouts with runners in scoring position tied for the most by a reliever in a single postseason. He has ice in his veins. He, and that appearance there, Pujol Souza bets punched out the side. Most clutch relief appearance of the series. One of the most clutch relief appearances I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, absolutely unreal. Um, Will Smith comes in to close it, strikes out a couple. And then it was a ground ball to end it. He ties a bow on it. Braves win it. And then one of the best slow-mo shots I've ever seen, Freddie Freeman, hands straight up in the air. Oh, yeah. There's just popcorn flying in the stands. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Awesome. Such a good shot. Yeah. Oh, man. Something to note that I don't think we mentioned, Justin Turner left the fourth game with an injury. So him missing was definitely hurting yes. the Dodgers. That was definitely not ideal. But a couple of the Dodgers hitters did not perform well in the series. I mean, there was only three hitters that hit above a 250 clip in the series. So yeah. Trey, Trey Turner 
went six for 25. Will Smith, five for 23. Mookie Betts only had four hits in the series. Yeah, it, it was a rough it was a rough series for a lot of the Dodgers hitters. I mean, yeah. outside of a couple of games where they put up a, a whole bunch of runs, um, you know, it, it was they, too they, concentrated. Right. Yeah. They, they didn't uh, they didn't get to do nearly as much. But, dude, I'm so happy for the Braves, man. Oh, I'm. Yeah, absolutely. So like, good. yeah, the Braves deserve everything they get. All the love. Yeah. I'm so happy for them, man. Eddie, like, Eddie Rosario, your M- MVP for that series. He was dude, has been unreal. I, I so want them to win the World Series, man. Yeah, no, for sure. Because the Astros would be boring. Like, let's yes. be honest. Yeah, it'd be boring. It'd be lame. Can you tell you me a silver lining. Ooh. So it's either what we all want and the Braves win the World Series, or we get to hate the Astros again. Dusty Baker <laughs> gets a World Series. Oh, yeah. No, yeah I, I, love, like I love Dusty Baker. <laughs> that's that's the problem with this Astros team is like Jordan Alvarez, Kyle Tucker, Framber yeah. Valdez, and Dusty. Those four guys, like, how do you not root for them? And then, yeah. And then I I brought it up for the Sox, you know. But losing party MVP, I think I think we know who the best player on the Dodgers was this year. No, he's too bad. He's just a bad player, though. Uh, I would say Chris Taylor. No, it's Chris Taylor. It's definitely Chris Taylor. It's Chris Taylor. I just wanted to say Kenley. Oh, Kenley. Kenley had a great series, though. I mean, yeah. Four innings pitched, shut it down. He did his job. Yeah, he absolutely he did his job to the letter. But I mean, he, he didn't give up the walk, the one walk off, but it was like he didn't get the runners in those positions, and no, it was one exactly, pitch. Yeah, and it was a misplay behind him as well. Yep, but yeah, oh, Chris Taylor though. Yeah, my goodness, what a series! He's getting a bag. You know what the Braves need to do? They need to drop if need Freddie Freeman Chris leaves. Taylor. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean maybe I don't I don't know where he'd play, but I have no if idea. They no, but they need to sign Chris Taylor. I mean. <laughs> no i i agree uh i yeah and and you know how much how angry that would make me if if freddie freeman walks and, it, and he goes to a stupid team um, i so i yeah. cannot wait for him to sign with the yankees and adam no he no can't no he can't sign for the yankees the yankees literally just got rizzo also um, i just want to say shout out uh to lauren shahadi because when they were doing the like, oh, oh, you know, trophy ceremony and she was interviewing Frederick, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, she's about to ask an annoying, this might be your last season here question, like right after they're just in the middle of celebrating. Yeah, hate that. And she did. And I was like, thank Good. you. Because like, yes, we all know he's going to be a free agent, but can we just celebrate the fact that this team he's been with for so long is in yeah. the dang World Series? Yeah. Uh, off-season, off-season talk has no business in those interviews. Yeah. Just you wait until the World Series. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then, they win, and then they win, and then they still ask the Zam. It's stupid. Yeah. No, but that's great. Braves to the World Series, baby. So we have Braves versus Astros. Yes, indeed. How do you guys feel about this matchup? Man, I as obviously as much as I want the Braves to win, as much as really the world wants the Braves to win. They, you know, the Seattle Mariners were the regular season America's team, but right now the Atlanta Braves are America's team. Everybody wants them to win. Okay. I man, I don't. I just. I. I. I it's hard for me to be like, yeah, they'll they'll take it, because it's the Astros have been so good. Yeah, I think the Astros though missing Lance McCullers definitely hurt them against the Red Sox, and it will also greatly hurt them against the Braves if he's unable to get out there. Because as good as like these other pieces have been for them, man, McCullers is their ace. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I, I like obviously like they are missing some of that power but man that ah, that lineup has been hitting so well um yeah it, it, i just i feel like it's it's scary to it's it's just hard to it's hard to uh it's hard to bet against the astros right now no for sure the astros are super impressive and honestly you tell me i like in terms of betting if i had a bet on this series i'm betting on the astros yeah but like to talk up the braves like I think the Braves have the better starting pitching as a whole. Yeah, probably. And probably the better bullpen as a whole as well. 
Yeah, Astros bullpen's been struggling, yes. right? It's been their starters that have been carrying them. So, like, they, the Braves have the advantage in pitching, and we've seen that more than once be a huge factor in the World Series. And it's not like yeah. the Braves lineup can't hit, man. They no, definitely they can hang with can. Astros. They can hit. They can absolutely hit. Yeah. Know, what are you just, thinking, Noah? Can they hit enough? <laughs> I don't know. I think <laughs> I, and that's it. But that's it. That's all I got to say. <laughs> um, I think, but it's, it's, I mean, it's just, you know, baseball is so fickle because the Red Sox yeah. are just, you know, hitting it. And you think, I think of this Braves lineup in some of the situations the Red Sox were line, lineup was in and being like, oh yeah, I could see them getting some timely hits though where the Red Sox didn't. But it's also like, I can also see the Red Sox on a different day getting those timely hits too. Yeah, so, totally. You'll just, you just got to wait and see. But um, I mean, the Braves, it's definitely not just a, I don't see the Astros as a strong favorite. I do see them as the favorite though, because I think, I mean, as fun as the games in Atlanta have been, I think Houston has a greater home field advantage. Yep. Um, I also think the Astros are going to keep cheating. Um, Oh, Speaking of, one thing I forgot to talk about, Luis Garcia just randomly picking up three miles per hour in his start. What's that about, huh? (laughs) Uh, It's just that postseason hype. Yeah. I mean, I guess it could be, but it was just like, that's what I thought immediately. I was like, yeah, people are just making something to nothing. But when it was like, he only threw what something like seven pitches uh, over, I forget, 95 or 96 all season. I think it was 96. Yeah, he had like 21 all in just that game. And it was like, huh. Huh. Yeah. I mean, it could be a thing where he like has always has had that and is told not to like fully unleash it for arm health reasons. I mean, we don't know, obviously. He could be cheating. Like we literally have no clue. Yeah, it's more fun to just say he's a cheater. Yeah. And he's also like was struggling with knee injuries just recently. So to like just randomly yeah not be struggling with it but i don't know i'm not gonna make too much of it but i just wanted to say that that's fun <laughs> <laughs> it's drama i mean dude and then there was like the thing that like people are getting upset about like the astros like whistling or something mm. and it's just like <sighs> i mean people will pick apart literally anything with the astros because the precedent has been set that they had an entire world series run based on cheating yeah i mean right? i like, just uh, yeah i really hope really really hope for the sake of dusty baker's legacy they are not cheating yeah well and like you know dugouts do whistle when they think they've picked up a pitch or they think and there's nothing wrong like, with that yeah if they're just whistling because they're picking up something by just being in the dugout that's fine you know you can yeah. i think people forget sometimes that stealing signs is a part of baseball it's yeah. just how you do it like if you have a runner on base or if you notice they're tipping their pitches or like, there's all kinds of different ways. Like yes. if you know what's coming, that's part of the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a camera at the catcher's crotch. That's different. Banging a trash can. Cause you know, what's coming. That's different. But this is not that in my mind, at least it's not, it is not. This is that. And that is this. Okay. I'm taking the Braves and six. What are you guys taking? Ooh. I, I'm going to go the reverse. Oh. I, I think it is Houston in six. I think that is a very safe bet. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm going Houston in six too, but I'm I'm cheering for the Braves in four. Oh, absolutely. I got you, Braves. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, give me Braves in four, because especially if they do it in four or five, they win it at home. Man, I'm the only one that believes in the Braves. I oh, got you, look, boys. I believe in the Braves, but I'm if I'm a betting man, See, so you don't believe in the Braves. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I understand. Uh, I understand. It's I understand. It's it's no. it's Houston in six. Oh yeah, that's if, a very, if, very if, yeah. Yeah. I hope it's not. I expect it to be. <laughs> yeah, like I hope it's not. I expect to be sad when it happens. Yep. I expect <laughs> to be just like, nah, dang it. Houston I just won. I just hope Alvarez, if it does happen. Like Alvarez, the MVP again, because I don't want to see Altuve or Correa. I, I'd be down with the Kyle Tucker MVP yeah, too. No, for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Kyle Tucker would be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I get what you mean. Like, I don't want to see Altuve, a Correa, 
Uh, Guriel, I'd be whatever about. Eh, I'd be like, I think Guriel has it in him to go off. Less but... happy about that one. No, I want to see sure. a. I want to see a Valdez MVP. Ooh, so pitcher MVP. Pitchers. Those aren't. They don't you got that pitchers. That's well, I mean, Madison Bumgarner got one. All right, hey, that was <laughs> that was like transcendent performance. That was a transcendent postseason like run from him. <laughs> like that is. That doesn't happen. Dude, I also <laughs> saw like another Dodgers writer going like the Dodgers pitchers were just like overplayed in the playoffs. Like they can't be pitching on this short of rest every day. Like no Giants pitcher in their postseason run ever had to do it. And it's like, bro, Bumgarner literally pitched a nine inning shutout and three days later pitched five more innings. Like, yeah. Yeah. Out of relief. And no, like, yeah. yeah no Bumgarner human literally being did that. actually yeah, did it for the yeah. Giants, but Madison Bumgarner <laughs> yeah. did. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Man, I'm so happy Madison Bumgarner got some juice to end this pod. Anything else you guys want to talk about? No, I'm good. Um, World Series is here. Yep. We will be in the middle of the World Series potentially next week. Nah, it's going to be over. Braves and four. Goodbye! Hey, that's right. If it is Bra- hey, if it is Braves and four, it'll be over. That is true. Oh, man, that'll be great. Okay, we'll see you guys next week. Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man.